Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. An Unexpected Insight I've been listening to David White talk about finding a form of deeper rest that can lead us to a more beautiful mind. I think this is exactly what I need to be hearing right now, even if I am fighting this suggestion with everything I've got. He says, The first doorway to a deeper layer of rest is the uncommon experience of a kind of divine discontent. Well, I feel like I got that part down. Although I have to say that my own divine discontent feels decidedly uncommon. It's like a ball of anxiety in the pit of my stomach, telling me I better do something to change my life because it's not where it should be, and I just don't have that much time to figure out how to make it right. I spend a great deal of time alone, and although I'm loath to admit it, I like that. This alone time can, and often does, involve daily naps. I don't sleep very well at night, but sometimes in the afternoon I can conk out for a couple of hours and wake up feeling like a million bucks. The downside is that I've quote-unquote wasted the afternoon, and I feel like I'm just not going to be able to do much for the rest of the day. I still feel good, though, so I'd like to appreciate that more. This is not the life I was told to have, accomplishing nothing much and going to bed strangely satisfied. This is a struggle that haunts me on a daily basis. I am retired, and I worked hard for most of my life. I am due some downtime to rest and reflect. That all sounds right. The problem arises when I take a closer look at what I actually do with my downtime. Now, anyone who knows me knows I live for football season. First and foremost, this included Alabama football, which I was raised on and make no apologies for now or at any other time. But this year, instead of clobbering all our opponents like we have in the past, well, we're just basically horrible. The coach won't pick a quarterback and stick with him, and there have been so many outstanding quarterbacks in the past, a less than brilliant one now is just kind of hard to swallow. Most teams go through what my friend Michael calls a building year. But Alabama has been outstanding for so many years. Build or not, this year is just hard to witness. These eyes that once filled me with beauty now fill me with pain, Bruce Springsteen said in the song, I Wish I Were Blind. It kind of expresses my feelings perfectly. So I've turned to pro teams to fill my heart with the joy of a win concentrating on teams where Alabama quarterbacks have gone to play. Today, I got to watch two Alabama quarterbacks, Mac Jones and Tua Tagovailoa, play each other. And no matter who wins, that will be a fun game. What I get from watching football, well, it's almost indescribable. While certainly not an endeavor that provides restful insight, it gets my blood going like nothing else reminding me that I am still full of a lot of enthusiasm and joy. Winning is everything in football, and I do love a winner. Sometimes I even root for the other team because I don't want them to feel bad about their low score. Football just 
I don't know, calls out to some ingrained part of who I am. And it reminds me of my daddy and my grandmother, who both rooted for their team, Alabama, with vigor, as I do. There's also a good bit of cussing thrown in for good measure, which I thoroughly enjoy as well. Watching a good game of football leaves me with such a satisfied soul, I'm not worried about whether it's a form of deeper rest leading to a beautiful mind. I'm just happy to have been transported to another thrilling place for a short time, connecting with a part of me that reminds me of who I am. I see my friends embarking on trips to distant places, and I think to myself, well, I should go there too. An Alaskan cruise sounds like it would give me time to experience what I imagine is the silence of glaciers, to let myself be carried away by nature, and to get better acquainted with what might be missing in my life. I do like nature in my own way, say, ensconced in a cabin with a good view on a slowly moving ship, but I don't seek it out as much as I did a couple of decades ago. Then I went to the ocean to be alone, to walk the beach, whatever the weather, and to let all my tiredness be carried away by the waves. Now, that doesn't really seem like the right place anymore. I seem to get these same feelings by reading poetry listening to music that touches my soul, or just being with a cat on my lap. Say what you will, my cats are a form of therapy as well as companionship, and they allow me to sit still with a multitude of emotions without feeling overwhelmed. These excursions to other parts of my being seem to be serving me well, and they might even be what David White is talking about, so maybe I should pat myself on the back for thinking of doing this. I must also confess to a strange sense of FOMO, fear of missing out if I keep going with this quieter lifestyle. There's still many things that pique my interest, and occasionally I will rouse myself to go in search of what they might bring to the party that is my life. That can be fun, especially if accompanied by a friend that understands this is a somewhat rare appearance for me. Their enjoyment of being with me and mine of being with them leaves no room for judgment on their part or mine. And I suppose this is exactly how life should be when you find a good friend. I usually come home happy with myself for getting out, happier to have spent time with my friend, even though sometimes the outcome of the evening is not what we thought it would be, and very happy to be home again. So where does this leave me? Well, feeling somewhat better now that I've taken time to sort out some of my discontent. Hearing that voice in my head that says, you better get out and do more while you can, and doing what I do best, ignoring it for the moment. I could do more getting out, or I could just admit I'm pretty happy staying home and doing what I love this time of year, watching football. Something I love to watch and also lights me up. I could berate myself for my behavior, but why? I think I'll count football as one of the ways I go deeper into who I am. Looking to connect with a part of myself that allows me to be filled with satisfaction and joy and to heck with FOMO. That's one thing I don't have time for in my life right now. I'm saving my energy for jumping up off the couch when a good play results in a touchdown. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different.
You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye-bye for now.